Hey guys. Welcome back. Welcome um, back. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yes. Yes. Happy New Year. I was like, we have to plan our intro next time because we be, yeah. Ad lib. We just be coming on. <laughs> like, hey, we here. <laughs> we back. Facts. We back after a four week hiatus. <laughs> it's always a surprise when we're back, okay? But we we're back. On your toes. Together. We are back. In 2020. 2020. 2020. I am committing to be the highest version of my possible self. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to elevate to a higher space. Yeah. In each and every part of my life, negativity. It's um get the fuck away from me. Okay. So I, you know, I just feel good about some stuff. And I feel like um I this is oops. Oh, what happened? Girl, my I'm here. You here? <laughs> Y'all were a bit rusty. It's it's been some oh, time. Oh god. I am going to elevate to see this the, the devil is busy, y'all. Girl, the black coffee and tea podcast. Y'all have no idea. Keep you y'all have no idea. I mean, if <laughs> shout out to those who have a podcast that obviously the podcasting would be a lot easier if we lived in the same city. Um yes. You know, easy in a way where we would still have to figure out different things that work for our style, but easy in a way from a tech standpoint. So shout out to those who podcast from a um, multi-state situation like we do and we're having to figure this out, but. Actually um, just found out one of my favorite podcasts. They do that. They. Oh, really? Yeah. I listen to them. I've been listening to them for a year. I thought they record in the same room. She said they always record you know, from separate locations in their studio and stream in. Now, do they have, because actually I listened to a few girls. They haven't been, I actually really, really like this podcast. It's, um, gosh, I forget the name. Um, it's T-Y. Anyway, I'll have to think of the name in a second, but they do the same thing too. They're in a multi-state. One of them is in California and the other one's here in Nashville. Wow. And now, the only thing is they, they don't do the whole YouTube thing. So it's literally just the voice. So it probably would be easier, obviously, if we just did voice. But I think it's also good representation for people to see us as well if they want to, for as long as we can do it. And so, sometimes we've had some scenarios where we only did audio. For sure. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, we're back. We're we're back. Turn up. Hopefully, you guys are happy to hear us. Um. Let's get into it. Let's just get into it. So, music Nashville. city, Na- Nashville, music city streets. Honestly, you guys, I am committing to being one of the highest versions of myself. And along <laughs> saying that, usually I have something going on in Nashville, but I don't have anything this week um, coming up for Nashville as far as this weekend, but I will say stay tuned because going forward, I will make sure that I have something that you all can attend in the city. So stay tuned for that. Anything happening in California streets that we, (laughs) well, well, um, the holidays, I stayed here and it was my first California Christmas and it was cool. Um, Cali Christmas, it was actually raining and cold. So 
that's wow. just cold meaning like what degree okay yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold y'all it's not cold like how y'all would think of cold but it's cold for me it was like 60s 50s 55 okay 55. that's cold for california that's totally yeah, cold at, at night and early in the morning um but yeah, yeah it was cold in malibu for me oh hell yeah it was cold up there it's always cold like, those ocean okay. breezes okay yeah yeah it it's and that water is always freezing okay but yeah it was cool being here because you know it was no traffic on christmas it was literally like it was yeah. it was beautiful it was like a dream so That's i was awesome. going to different stores and shit so you know um yeah california's doing good they just announced the coachella lineup and I thought I was done with Coachella, but after seeing the lineup, I think I may have to hit up Coachella this year. That's what everyone is saying. Yes. I've been seeing that <laughs> on my timeline. They're like, oh, I thought I was done with Coachella. I'm going to have to go. This lineup is lit. I'm like, oh, I thought I, I was done. I thought I was done, but i Is this true or not? So for Coachella, I heard that it's really only like, I don't want to say that it's only really fun because I'm sure everybody has a different experience, but I did hear that you'll want to do like a VIP pass. Is that true or not really? Like, does it matter? So my first time going to Coachella, that's what I thought. I thought that it was the, you know, VIP pass that would enhance your experience. Um, but my friend, she went last year and she actually paid the extra like almost $500 for the damn VIP pass. And she said it wasn't worth it at all. So basically the walk, the entrances were still just as long as the regular entrances. And she said the little um, areas, basically the beer gardens that were VIP beer gardens, she said they weren't anything special. There's other beer gardens with more people that are fun are funner. So it still doesn't give you that um, prime access to the front of the stage. So it's basically like, you get a wristband to to go through certain entrances, but they're damn near just as just far as the regular well. entrance. And then you also get your ba- your um, wristband to go into certain like beer gardens, which are okay. It's like bars, you know. Okay. But she said it wasn't it basically less less lines, less crowdedness. Okay. But that's not what I thought VIP was. I I thought that the VIP got you straight to the gate because it's damn near a half a mile of walking just to get like from the drop off to the damn gate. So they have people like in bicycles and carriages and you pay them like $10 to like ride you to the front. Like that's how fucking far it is. So yeah, you can do that. You know, that's not too bad, but we thought that the VIP got you straight to that front gate. And she was like, girl, I was so pissed off. We still had to walk. And it, it didn't get you to the front of the stage. So like, if you notice when the celebrities be there, they'll be at that little like front part of the stages of the performances yeah. and there's like a gate behind them so the general yeah. people can't get to them yeah so that's a fucking artist pass so basically you have to know someone in the industry who knows somebody in the industry or connected to the business or something that can give you an artist pass and you get oh, access and you get the vip entrance and that's the real vip and you can't even purchase those like you have to okay. it's the inside industry thing yeah. oh so. so official that's what i would need yeah <laughs> i need to be one of the people <laughs> there's some things on my la list of elite shit that i want to be a part of <laughs> going to coachella on a motherfucking artist pass is one of them okay <laughs> another one is getting into drake's labor day party that happens oh, every shit. damn year 
Ooh. My second year in LA, I was so close to getting in Drake's part. Like, I was gonna say, I'm shocked that you have not gotten in there by now. You're pretty good about getting into stuff. I stopped you trying after that second year because that was my like I had to connect who she got the address to the shuttle because there's a shuttle to take you to the secret location to the his house and everything in the hills. And um, she got there late, so they stopped even taking people on the shuttle to the house. She tried to like follow the shuttle and like get somebody to drive her up there, and they like <laughs> they wouldn't let her come through the gate. Like it was crazy. And then one of her friends who did get in, she said Drake wasn't even there. Like everyone was there, but she didn't even see Drake the whole the whole party. Almost I was like, I don't care. Know. I'm getting in. Yeah, like I still want to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, one of those damn rooms. <laughs> Oh my god, what is Drake's last name? It's like what's his Audrey? What's his name? Audrey Aubrey girl. Don't do him. Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. You were like, I'm Mrs. Graham. When people were like, please call me my pronoun. Uh I'm a them. You were like, okay, well, if they can say that, then call me. <laughs> call me Mrs. Audrey Graham. Aubrey Graham or something. Drake's wife. So funny. Nah, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, my fascination with Drake has fizzled a bit. Okay. I love him for, you know, his art and everything, but yeah, my romance in my head, that's just not going to happen. Cause you know, he was in a documentary. I don't know if you peeped it, but he did a documentary with, um, rap radar basically it was like, he's living that rap life to the fullest. Like he's not probably ever going to settle down cause he just loves his space and um he just word i feel him you don't know anybody that could fit into that and i was like i kind of feel the same way that's why i'm single it's like i don't know who that like amazing person who i'm not gonna get tired of you know yeah (laughs) well and i think though and i've always said this for me as well i mean i know a companionship is very important because at the end of the day no matter the amount of money or fame that someone has everybody wants some kind of like love or someone to be able to talk to or if something good happens in your life you want to be mm-hmm. like have that person to call and share the good news with or if something bad happens you know so I get um you know that but I also I've always said if I had like a shit ton of money I probably would just be okay with being like a Oprah and just having a companionship like if I was not married I and I'm not saying that that person would take my money I just feel like for what you know what I mean I like know. You know, like, just let's just be together. Like, because we want to, let's just be together. Yeah, Yeah, let's just be together and do what married couples do. You know, a piece of paper shouldn't stop that. Um, And a lot of times that piece of paper makes things worse, (laughs) just to be real. So, yeah, I feel him on that. I agree with 100% with him saying that. I mean. Yeah, it was a fascinating um interview was like I'm calling a documentary because that shit was like two hours long but yeah it was good um yeah that's part of uh the tea that's my first little bit of tea we just hopped up into what's what's the pieces our celeb news well I just want to get this out there but in out in the open because I just think it was so good that show on Netflix called you have you seen it Okay, I've seen a few episodes of the first season. You couldn't get into it. Um, yeah, not really. I mean, it was good. It was. It was okay. It was good. It was. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's it. It's good. Like at first, I 
it was kind of slow starting. Like I honestly had to watch it twice the first season because I, the second time watching it, I was like, oh, I don't even remember that happening. Cause I guess I was just aloof or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is really good. Um, for those that, that don't know, the story is centered around a guy who clearly has issues, but um, <laughs> he's like a narc, a narcissist to the ump degree, meaning he falls in love with someone who doesn't even know him, doesn't know his name, and he um, mysteriously somehow, you know, gets, moves into her life in a way where, um, she really had no choice to me but to fall in love with him um he follows her he kills off people who are extremely close to her that's a threat to him and her relationship so it's kind of like this fine line between stalking and being in love and it just really is a good show I think it's really good for me because or it was really good to me because this guy seems so normal (laughs) until he's really fucking like he He looked creepy episode one to me (laughs) he's slick nor but i'm saying like as you watch but as you watch the season he is legit like it's fucked up because there's really two of them like he's really slick normal but until you you know obviously know he's crazy but um psycho i don't know it was just a good show and then season two is really good too it's just a whole different kind of um yeah people thought they were disappointed huh from what I heard, people were comparing season one to season two, saying season one was better. It was, and I think season two, the only reason for me why season two failed me, um, although I just love season one in general, but season two failed me because of how it ended. Um, and I won't spoil it for those who want to go out and watch it, but how it ended to me was like, come on. Like, you know, you just be like, really? But anyway, I just need to get that out there. We can go on to the real stuff, but. Well, while while you're talking about amazing shows, I stumbled across, I know I'm like two years behind, but I stumbled across Snowfall. Have you watched Snowfall? Somebody told me to watch, my makeup artist told me to watch that. On FX. So I had two weeks off for, you know, Christmas vacation and my mom was here. Girl, we binged watched, (laughs) we binged watched three seasons of Snowfall um, in like three days. That shit was so good. It's so everybody good. told me it is. I'm good gonna say time. that's like my favorite series over the shy, over power, like I over the sh- Whitney, you love the shy. You know I do. You know I do, girl. So, so it's that good. good? Like, I'm about to rewatch it by myself because I didn't pay attention that much to the first season because the first season's a bit slower. But girl, once season two and three hits, oh my god and I think it's so good because it's a real story that we all know and have been affected by and heard of but we don't really know like the backstory behind it so the whole the whole plot of the story is it's about um the rise of crack cocaine in Los Angeles so basically crack was brand new when it hit the streets you know people knew of cocaine but they didn't know about crack and what what my mom was telling me was that during that time period it was like people who had just tried crack thinking it was like, oh, a new form of cocaine. Cause you know, cocaine was like an upper echelon type of drug, like done in the nightclubs and stuff. She was like, right. it was people, she was like, Whitney, it was people in de- with degrees, with good ass paying jobs, with whole families that literally one after one, we would hear 
after months, like, oh, they're cracking now. Oh, they're on crack now. They're on crack now. She said it just took over people's lives. She said people would hit hit it once and think it was going to be like Coke. And now they're just addicted to the craziest level and ruin their whole lives. And it's like, I have, you know, people who had, you know, drug addictions in my family, like that shit affected so many black people. And so this story, it kind of gives you the backstory of like how that shit started. And a lot of people think it's associated with the, you know, government and the government ultimately brought those drugs into, um, into the hood. Telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it follows like a young black boy, um, excellent actor. This boy is such a good fucking actor. Um, it follows his story, like how he just becomes like an innocent kid to like basically making millions of dollars, um, on these streets, like in crack, like he basically introduced crack to LA. So it's so good, girl. You gotta watch watch it. Where do you watch this on FX? Where's FX? Is that on cable? Is that on Hulu? So FX, I think it is on Hulu, but I think only the first and second seasons are on Hulu. So the third season, I, um, you know me, I watch everything online. No, I don't purchase nothing. Oh, online? I mean, yeah, I do purchase. purchase. I looked it it up. I looked it up on my, I have Xfinity and I looked it up and it was like $2.99 per episode. I was like, uh, no. So I looked it up on Amazon Prime. I didn't see it. Um, so I'm like, okay, either I need to subscribe to the channel or like, we don't know who's listening right show. now. So yeah, purchase everyone. Everyone listening, there's multiple ways to purchase. Okay. Mia, text me after. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, shoot. Oh, shit. Oh, Kevin Hart documentary. Did you watch that? I watched um, the first like 20 minutes, but I saw the clips. I saw the clips that were Every show I'm bringing up, you watching the first, like, (laughs) um, I watched like the first minute. No. Why did you watch the first 20? Were you not interested or you just were like, I I don't like Kevin Hart. I don't like Kevin Hart at all. So like, I, you you know me, I used to love Kevin Hart. Like that was such a Kevin Hart. I don't. You turned me on to Kevin Hart. So I don't like his personality. I don't like full of shit. I don't yeah. like that. He's corny. And what I did see from the documentary made me like him even less. So. <laughs> really? Yeah. His, well, arrogance, see, I watched- his arrogance is going to be his downfall. That's what I got. See- it's like, he's going to be his own fucking downfall. It's sad. I see, and I didn't get that from the documentary. I got, he obviously had moments where I felt like, yes, he was um actually he had very few moments where I felt he, he was arrogant and you know I had a different perception of Kevin Hart these last few years myself as well like oh I just you know he's just become I don't know but maybe when you become that level there is a certain level I don't know mm-hmm. I just have had a distaste for him the last few years so when I watched the documentary well, the scene like, that I'm talking about is the one that went viral so I'm sure you know the arrogance. I haven't seen the, I haven't seen it I haven't seen it I just went ahead and I just watched I, I I don't maybe I have and I just didn't get I don't know I don't I have to watch it but from what I saw on the documentary it made me like Kevin a little bit more um there were moments where I was like oh, okay he didn't have to do that but then again I'm like okay this is a documentary of his life and I don't know it just my take on it was like wow because Marlon my husband he just really doesn't care for Kevin Hart at all ever and so when he watched it, he was like, oh, okay, he's like, I have a newfound respect for him, you know? So I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I respect him. I think he's, you know, what he has done is amazing. That's, I love the little, 
you know, backstory of, you know, how he grew up with him and his mom and his brother and, you know, where he came from and how they all lived in like one room. Like that was good to share. That was inspiring to see, you know, but I don't like, and you know me, I'm just a really big person with character. And if I don't like your character or your energy, I I don't really fuck with you. Like, I can't really like your content. So it's just like for him to, the scene I'm talking about that went viral was when he was on that jet and he basically tried to like call out his um, best friend who works for him. Yeah, that's the scene that I'm talking about. But that was basically the context. Okay, well, let me just let the people hear what happened. So basically he called out his um, best friend on the jet and was just like, you you wouldn't be anything without me. Like you wouldn't have this life without me. You wouldn't be anything without me. And so it really, he called him out in front of like, everyone in his team like plus the fucking documentary cameras so of course this is gonna like make his his friend get all emotional his friend's like what like what like I'm still me like what are you talking about like you know out of embarrassment as well but it's just like the way Kevin kept going and drilling into that man like basically it's like I own you like I'm God like I made you yeah and it's just like like, do you have a house is it not enough is it not enough that everyone is even on your jet right now? Everyone's on your payroll. Like everyone knows you're the fucking boss, little guy. So why are you so pressed to put in your friend's best friend face that you got them here or you're this and you're that like in front of everyone in front of documentary cameras. And then my thing is that made the cutting room floor. So it's like, why would you, if that was really your best friend, and this is apparently somebody he grew up with and who- This he, is his trainer, he, for those that don't know, his yeah, trainer. Yeah, but somebody he knew, known for a long time is what the blogs are saying. Like, he's he's known him for a long period of his life, and he's part of his team for a long time. And so it's just like, for him, I don't know. I don't respect anybody who does that, like, on a personal level. I just think that really shows your character. And it's like, we all know you're the boss. We all know you make- a lot of money Kevin like you don't have to rub it in these people's face what you've done for them you know what I'm saying in such a demeaning way and then it's like if that was really your homie you shouldn't even let that be released because that was slick embarrassing like that was just rude and my thing is like there's so many people and I've seen Drake I've seen like Diddy I've seen people who will willingly say like I I didn't get here by myself I got here with my team you know what I'm saying? I got here with my team. Like they, the most honorable, humble people, they, they want to put that spotlight, not just on themselves, but they want to shine it on other people because they know they're getting most of the shine anyway. So it's just like, and that's kind I of already what- didn't like you because you was a cheater and a corny ass nigga. And now I really just don't like you because it shows like that character and how much money has changed you. We'll see in the documentary from the context there there really is no context of what he said because that is absolutely the moment in which i was like oh you didn't have to say that like that was fucked up like it was really fucked up because he you can't go back from that that's how you really feel like that but before for like the first four episodes there's only six you know kevin is going on and on and on about his team and he's put all of his team teammates in a position to win and not in a braggadocious way. It's just like, hey, this is my guy. I want to see him win. He's good at this. Let me put him on. So he has been parading throughout the documentary. And this no, is that's what you thought. And he was parading it across the documentary because that's the narrative he was portraying. But my thing is, that was a raw moment between him and his friends. That was a drama-filled moment. But in the midst of that moment, it shows you that all the shit you're doing for your team 
it is in a braggadocious way because you're waiting at any point in time to pull out the ammunition that you made them that they would be nothing without you. You but know, do what we really like, think, but do we really think that? Because this is me and my homegirl were talking about this too. Like when it comes to celebrities, and maybe not even celebrities, but just the character of people. Like if you make it in your team or whoever. I wonder if there are people, because I've seen it with the Kardashians. They've called out people who they've put on, like when Jordan Woods and all that. Like, when you have to do that, it's pretty low. But I'm like, I wonder how many other people who don't have a camera on their face are reminded, because I have family members that will remind you of what they've done for you. Um, On a small, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's just, I don't, I mean, big, small, or indifferent. And again, this is not me taking up for Kevin. I absolutely I actually got emotional in that moment because the way he kept drilling it in front like you said in front of everyone there was probably like 10 people on the jet and he kept and he even went there as far as you have a house do you have a house you have a house and I'm thinking like Oh, it's was, LA. People rent all the time. Like, what's your point? If and you it was so sad condo because his friend didn't even answer that question. Like, it was like he was embarrassed. Like, it was so sad. Yeah, he tried it. Like Marlon said, he tried a little boy and he tried to son him and in front of people. And so at the end of the day, it was wrong, but that just made me explore the conversation with another person. I'm thinking like, I wonder how many people really do this. Because like I said, on a small scale i have people my family that i hate to even would think to go for help because it's like at any given moment you're constantly reminding me of what you've done for me or what you've done for this person that's to me that's fucked up like if you help somebody you help them like there is no reminding like if you make it i shouldn't have to be reminded that you helped i don't know be the video person you know i'm gonna obviously thank you and you but like it's almost like people feel like you constantly are in debt to that person so I just wonder I explore the conversation I wonder outside of Kevin like how many people really do this you know what I'm saying that don't have a camera because like I said I have it in my own I have it in my own family when people are like this and it just makes me be like okay I know not to go to help for you again because I don't like that feeling of feeling like you know being reminded when it's like damn we're you're supposed to be down like you're supposed to be the person, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just a lot rude. of people, a lot of people act like that in real life. And I, I stay far away from those people in my real life. So I don't, I don't draw to that type of energy. So Kevin, that just pushed me further away from him. Cause I already yeah. didn't really fuck with him, but I feel like it is a good story. It's his story to tell. I think it would have been better had he um, included some of that shit that went down with that car accident in that documentary, because I feel like that was a super big headline and he kind of just never really addressed it like oh I think I that like comes that out in series be... the season two that's gonna oh, come okay. out in season two so yeah, I want to watch that only, one is... yeah I do want to watch that one and see yeah it. that comes out in season two because this what is like the about. first yeah yeah because him but leaving are... the people in the car and that's another character flaw <laughs> I don't follow people like that so it's just like whatever damage you did to yourself that was fucking karma because you left two people injured in a fucking car trying to flee a scene like at the end of the fucking day we don't know why so i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt on that but i would love to hear your side of the story if it's legit but mm -mm. no i feel you i mean i mean great everybody go watch kevin hart on netflix yeah again (laughs) (laughs) and jumanji too i think i don't know um that's what's up. That's what's up. Poor Nico. That's all I got to say, too. 
heard noises. Yeah, Aniko, child. But here's the thing about Aniko that I didn't understand was oh, you didn't watch the documentary. Well, in the documentary, they do talk about the cheating. They do talk about the cheating, okay? Um, they talk about the cheating to the extent, well, from a Nico standpoint, um, there's actually two things that I did not know. She found out, and so Nico talks about she found out about the cheating as she was sitting eating breakfast, and somebody sent an edited version of Kevin in the room with the girl um, in a DM. So she was sent it to in a DM. Okay, cool. Um, anonymously. But what she basically, and what I got from the video and what some of my peers got from the video we talked about was that she never really said like it was fucked up because it was fucked up it was like you humiliated me publicly via oh, yeah. instagram social media like to me mm -hmm. that's like okay that's obvious but if that's the only thing that you're worried about is be being humiliated like my thing is the cheating was bad on any level bitch you were pregnant <laughs> You know, whether this was on, whether it wasn't on social media, I'm sure it would have been better because people wouldn't have known. But still, like, but to girl, me. She's she not going to put on for y'all common folk. Like, this isn't Kevin Smith. This is fucking Kevin Hart. So this nigga has millions of millions of millions of dollars. Yeah, she, she was just like, I mean, it was. It was a given. Come on. She, she was like, but she was like, you know what? She was like, he's, give me, you only got one time to mess up. You know, she was like, I am a very forgiving person person but one time that's it you know she was like I asked him is this what you want to do is this life you want to live she was like and he was like no and so I trust him I believe him I blah 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 so I was like oh okay girl um See, and then I didn't know that his I didn't know Kevin Hart's homeboy was the one who set him up all this time we thought it was the girl that was trying to uh what do you call it when somebody try to extort extort him for the money but it was the homeboy that had set up um, the recording and all that stuff. And he's the one who sent those emails saying, hey, you need to give me $10 million or else I'm going to... Yeah, that like, was public information because he had a lawsuit against him. Like, you're Right, but I'm saying I, I had stopped following it for a while. Mm -hmm. Even, like, I just I just didn't know that information. I was like, damn, oh. it was somebody on the inside because I thought it was the girl no, for I heard all this he time. Definitely a part of it because that was his best friend. They stopped being cool and he was having a whole lawsuit with him but i think they settled out of court because it was dropped um yep. but yeah with that aniko stuff it's like i mean she the issue is not being cheated on just 80 percent of these hollywood you know marriages or unions whatever they're not like your typical unions like cheating and all that that's okay you know what i'm saying but disclosing that shit to the public letting the public in on the fuck shit y'all got going on that's not okay so that's why Anika was so pissed. It's the same shit with, with Tiny. You know, she's okay being disrespected behind closed doors. Just don't right. disrespect her right. on national television mm. or in these blogs. Um, speaking of Tiny, her serial cheating ass husband, T.I., he also came to um, Kevin Hart's defense because Shave Room had posted the little clip of, you know, about Aniko finding out she was being cheated on or whatever and of course you know kevin hart ho hops in the the dms or i think ti hopped in the dms and was like oh but you don't want to post about how his mom or you don't want to post about the positive uh part to his documentary or something like that this, these, these celebrities like, be talking ugh. to these blogs like they really are about the the humanitarian 
side of things. Like, no, their job is just like Wendy Williams is to get the tea, blast it, make the headline juicy for the click. Like you're talking to a devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you trying to reason with that? Like, just, you know, you're a celebrity, you know what you put out, you know, people are going to take bits and pieces and chop it up, remix it, edit it up. Like, why even give the energy? I guess, I mean, we're, we're speaking to these people like, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, you're right. We should take this headline. Like, no, like, stop, stop, my stop, thing stop. Is, my thing is, Ti just needs to step the fuck back. Like, this damn Cheaters Anonymous group he's trying to like endorse. I just don't understand why he. I, let me stop. I'm done. Yeah, because I mean, he. Uh, <laughs> he's a I just mark. don't like chauvinistic fucking cheating ass narcissistic men and kevin and ti are both of those like that's what they are yeah i agree i'm I agree. a fan of both of their art i'm a fan of both i was a fan of both of their art but but you know what we can't even really be mad because guess what their wives are the ones that are okay with it so who are we to be like whatever like if you want to cheat and the person who it matters to is staying with the bullshit kudos to you guys because at the end of the day that's the one you have the commitment to, but you can't expect other people to respect your marriage if you're not respecting it. Like, yeah. and I just don't, you know what I'm saying? You. Like, I don't get I it. Like, don't respect I you. stop feeling bad for people too. Like, I'm like, cause you know, sometimes when I hear certain things, I'm like, oh my God, like that's low down, which it is stuff. The act is still low down, no matter how you slice it, dice it. But you know, it's a, it comes a time where it's like, okay you're okay with this like this keeps happening to you like okay yeah. like okay <laughs> you must love it and I'm not saying that people don't stay for things that are like mentally abused or mentally incapacitated and all this other kind of stuff that's beyond the point but T tiny can absolutely get out of her marriage and start a new life and probably find a guy 10 times better than T.I. who's going to treat her right honestly um can't speak for Nico Nico just sounds like she just wants to you know I don't know Nico just seems like she's just yeah. money hungry. But T.I. definitely, Tiny definitely had her own before she met T.I. Definitely. Right. Period. Yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily feel bad for, you know, either one of them, but I just don't like how it shows these men's character. So that is what it is. Um, Yeah. So what other tea is out here in these streets? R.H.O.A., Real Housewives of Atlanta. Did you watch, have you caught up to the current? Um, what do yeah, you think about I watched it. You it seem pretty unfazed. Lukewarm. Yeah, it was lukewarm. Yeah, it's been lukewarm. It hasn't really steamed up. I was kind of disappointed because last episode, I was told that we would, well, based on how the editing was to see the next episode, it made it seem like the fight was going to go down. But in reality, it was like this kumbaya, like... It's just been real, like you said, lukewarm. It's just so fucking, I just feel like they need to just do away with it or maybe get, I said this before, get all new castmates. I don't know what's really going on, but I'm just kind of over it. I don't really know what's even going on at this point. No, oh, yeah, it wasn't on my list. <laughs> so, yeah, it's yeah. just all been kind of like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna watch it because I'm just used to watching it. That's I don't know. I just like, I like, I do want to see next episode because it looks like it's actually finally something interesting happening. Something but interesting. I think they just drug out these episodes. Like we could have got to that fight probably two episodes ago. So yeah. I don't know why they're dragging this out, but I'm definitely sensing that either 
the show is going to be canceled or people are going to be switched out next season because this cast. Who do you think the snake is? Girl, I don't or do you care. even believe there is a snake? I don't even care. I don't believe it because I didn't hear the tape. So it's just like if there was a recording, why wouldn't they play it? I don't get it. I think it's a made-up storyline. They probably hired that girl. It's definitely that new girl who's who wore that um, blonde wig. I don't even know her name. I don't know her I don't name. Know her name. Um, oh, that's that bitch. Shabana? Is it Shabana? I think so. Ivana? She was the one who kept saying, "I'm that bitch from Clark Atlanta or whatever." She can go. Really. I'm pretty sure she was hired just for the whole snake gate. Uh, <laughs> the line. snake gate. I forgot about that. The <laughs> snake gate. <laughs> I'm not done with that. Anyway. It's horrible. Do better, RHOA. We have, like, I'm sure your ratings usually are through the roof out of all of the um, franchises. It's got to be the lowest this season. Like, it's just got to be. Yeah, has but to be, anyway, though. has to be. So, um, let's see. Oh, should we hop into some serious stuff before we talk about? I got some kind of funny stuff. Okay, but let's hop into some serious stuff. Okay, so this has to be said. Our country is in danger. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what? I was like, what? Did we talk about this before the show? But okay. Our country yeah. is in danger. I had that on my list. Yeah. World War Three is a meme talk it, topic, but it's also very real, and it could very much so happen. Um, Trump has issued all types of attacks into Iran or Iraq, and I think he like violated some religious international war policy or something so now the iraqis are really upset um some u.s bases i think have already been like blown up and it's just just about to be a whole bunch of of dumb stuff happening out here in the world and it's already sad enough that like australia is on fire and it's like it's honestly looking like the end of times but i'm not trying to scare nobody um <laughs> listen that's what it's I looking feel, like to me i don't know what sure. y'all see but i've been feeling that way like it's just revelations and it's just time to wrap it up real quick just wrap up shit real quick say talk to you make listen make amends if anybody needs to apologize to me before the world ends you want to you know shoot because i'm sure i'm getting a ticket to heaven hopefully um set aside from a serious note the i think it's all a distraction from his impeachment um, and at the end of the day, how I view it, cause like for, Girl, I think, think what's you, a distraction, the world war, like him trying to stir up, like by him stirring up all this stuff, he's just trying to, I feel like get stuff going oh, and it's I'm like, it's real. Up. He really started some real shit. He started some real shit, but it's not beyond him. To me, I feel like he's, this was what he was going to do anyway first term, second term. Like I, I just knew he's always been that person. This was my fear of him even getting in the office. He's a hothead. He is a bully. And when you give somebody like that a button to possibly blow up our whole world, he's going to push it. He's not one of those that's going to tap dance around it and talk about it. No, he's going to be like, you know what? This looks fun. And then he's just going to make a mockery of it. And no, like, like you said, this is serious. Um, and at the end of the day, how I feel about it, it's really sad. But at this, at this point in time, when it comes to world news and schools getting blown up and another whole world war 
three going on. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And that's not me saying I don't really care. It's just that I have been so overstimulated with horrible news and things that have been just like beyond me that I've never seen in my life that I don't know. I just, I've, I've felt like we were living in the last days for a while. And this is just the icing on the cake for me. So I don't know. I, I, yeah. I really don't have. It's crazy out here, y'all. And say. Um, what's even crazier is that, you know, of course, black social media, especially black folks, because we're just so funny and we're used to adversity. You know, we make a joke out of everything. So you know, World War Three was trending. All these memes took over um, Twitter yep. and Instagram. And, you and know, they were funny. They were funny as shit. I can't lie. Um, and, you know, some people were like, well, I got family over there and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there were some soldiers that spoke out. And even they chuckled a little bit. But they was like, on some real shit, it's real and they're scared. Um, but what I got to say is, you know, I have family. Literally, my little, my smallest cousin, I'm supposed to be... Um, this is my second to youngest cousin. He just went off to the Air Force. Um, my other cousin is in Japan in the Navy. So I have family very close to me that are in these armed forces. Personally, me, I don't agree with it. I begged them not to go. <laughs> I gave them my, my opinion and told them to go to college and continue their youth for a little bit. But, you know, they felt the pressure um, coming from a very small southern town that is ruled by an army base. They just felt the pressure to go off to the army or be in some type of U.S. armed forces is just what a lot of people do, especially um, now black people who want to get that check. You know, they want money coming in. It's just they get you those recruiters. They'll be at high schools persuading kids to, you know, sign up and enroll sometimes without their parents not even knowing. And it's just because they'll guarantee that they'll get, you know, 60,000 the first year plus paid housing plus this. And it sounds good. It sounds lovely. It sounds all that. But at the end of the day, you're literally selling your life. Like they own you and you will go yeah. to jail if you try to flee. You know what I'm saying? Well, like you will be a wall if you try to get out. And it's just like, I personally don't feel like black people have any business, black people or women, any type of minorities. Honestly, you don't really have no business in the U.S. armed forces. There are so many, you know, unanswered, unsolved, suspicious murders, you know, rapes, all types of stuff that go on and they govern their own shit. So it's very hard to have any type of outside authorities come in and control what the what the armed forces has going on you know what i'm saying so i just urge people to really think about that shit because it gets real you know it's easy until it's not easy and they send your ass over there to wherever and don't care if you come home so i just don't feel like nobody of color or who's a woman should be in the u.s i just found out i'm so i'm married to a marine he is a former well i guess he's he's like oh once you're a marine you're always a marine whatever i didn't know that i didn't yeah marlon was a marine and so one of the things that i didn't know is that for males everyone who goes to college you have to enlist yourself and to be called into the draft that is a requirement and i didn't know that i didn't I didn't think by me wanting to go to college, it's like, okay, I also have to enlist myself to be Because it's not, we're not usually in wartime. So no one's thinking about that. Like we're in war, what, once every fucking I get it, but still, like. So nobody thinks about that. 
I know, but just the fact that it's a requirement, I guess, is my thing. Like, you know, voting isn't necessarily a requirement. I mean, it's a right, but... At the end of the day, let them lock you up, y'all. If it comes to it, if you don't want to go, don't go. Fuck that. What you gonna make me? You gonna push me on the battlefield? I'm not going anywhere. What are you gonna do? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thank God I'm a woman, though. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, no. Sometimes I love equal rights, child, but, you know. We don't really know what's going on. There's nothing set in stone anymore. I just feel like women could be drafted. Anyone could be drafted. Like, all these laws could change. All these requirements could change. I don't know. I just feel like everything is everything right now. Trump can do whatever the fuck he wants to do until they literally get him out, which I don't know if he's going, so... He's definitely not going, and I don't want him to go because for me, Mike Pence is worse. I'm just talking about the next four years because we're coming up on an election. Year oh yeah, you're there. saying yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I honestly, I can't even. Uh, I can't even because I'm like, I have so much anxiety about that because I really think he potentially could get it again, girl. Girl. But you know. Again, if it's if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I want to. I just wish Bernie uh, Bernie Sanders was like ten years younger. (laughs) No, I love Bernie, girl. I want him to get rid of these um, student loans. Okay, girl. While we're in the deep conversation, um, I do have one more topic that's kind of heavy. Okay, Uh, so we said heavy at the same time. Oh, I thought you were mocking me. I was like, ooh, I was like, we're heavy. <laughs> this is heavy. Fucking <laughs> shit. Okay. Deep. Bitch, it's heavy. Look, it's not called black coffee and tea for any reason, okay? This is the coffee. We like it black. We got to take it strong real quick. Straight. So, no sugar, no cream. Yes, all right. So the next um, thing I want to talk about was Nick Gordon's death, which was just... Uh, you know my conspiracy theory ass girl my conspiracy theory ass what's crazy about this is i knew i knew this was going to happen like yeah when bobby christina got taken out right after her mom and basically the same way and nick was there for both deaths i was like oh no they're gonna get to this man or he started talking so like oh my god it could have been an overdose Okay, all three of them could have overdosed. They were all on drugs. Yes, that that could have happened for sure. But the timeline, everything is just it's looking weird. Um, for those who don't know who we're talking about, Nick Gordon was the like drug dealer and also like boyfriend of Whitney Houston's daughter, Bobby mm-hmm. Christina, and he was reportedly there. Um, you know, when Bobby Christina was found um, in the bathtub, overdosed. And people mm-hmm. pointed the fingers at him, and he was doing all types of press on like Dr. Phil and really looking unstable you know um apparently he also overdosed like the first of the year i think yes Um, so it's just been crazy it's been a crazy 2020 for us to only be seven days in so (laughs) yeah no you're right i mean i thought it was eerie i just think the whole that whole yeah the whole story is crazy it's crazy i was shocked to actually read that headline because you know, for so long, people had been saying he was behind, especially Bobby Christina's death. 
And people even saw it coming before it happened. It was like, he is not good for her. We're trying to get her to break away from him. And she's taken all her mom's money that was left. I mean, obviously her mom set it up to where she could only have a certain amount at certain ages, but still whatever age she was when she got her first payment, you know, he was there to take it all. These are all alleged things. And he he withdrew like thousands of dollars out of her bank account right yeah. when she went to the hospital like when Bobby yeah. went to the hospital he oh, used her debit card and, and took money out of her bank account see that's crazy so there you know so it's always been really weird it's a weird story to watch especially from yes. such an iconic standpoint from the top Whitney Houston I mean I my goodness Houston. like I would I hate that her legacy has been kind of tainted in a way because it's not only just did she die like Luther from whatever or michael jackson and it's just michael jackson it's his it's her daughter that shortly died what a year or two after her um then it's you know the guy that her daughter like it's just really weird it's weird and whitney houston let us not forget she was known as the princess of you know r&b or you know she was like she was kind of like a princess a black princess diana like before and i'm saying before the bobby brown because when bobby brown was introduced to her everybody was like no like she's like our princess like she's whitney like she's not used to that life like you know so it's just unfortunate how that all has trickled down so hate it god bless them oh so crazy so that was very heavy but I can definitely see, I can already see like the Hollywood movies and all that shit. They're about to eat this shit up. That we whole watch story. It, like, do we really even know? Like the people who would really be there to tell us actually what's going, what happened? Are they even going to have a hand in making this? You know what I'm saying? Like, Bro, they don't care about the truth. They just care about what's going to sell. They just want to, yeah. Or they'll probably do like a long documentary, like Lifetime. So, oh, yeah. like you know, Lifetime. Right loves to fucking monetize off of the death of celebrities black celebrities yeah the Aaliyah movie they did like what twice i think i think they're doing like a left eye um documentary about her love with andre what was his last name that already came out it was um it's a uh it's gonna be kind of like an unsung so it's like every episode is going to be of a couple that was like had turmoil like a yeah i looked at the listing date it said january something and i didn't watch it yet but oh i thought it came out already because people were already talking about i haven't watched it i actually had marlon looking it up so that i could go down there and watch it it may have came on like last night or something because it said yeah it's recent i thought it was recent when it came out but i had seen people talking about it yeah um, but maybe it hasn't i don't know um, I it probably it has and then the r kelly part two uh surviving r kelly part two is dropping season two shit girl i, I can't keep up the oh, the God. second installment of <laughs> surviving r kelly i'm not watching is, is dropping or did drop this week i, I don't know i don't care i'm not watching that <laughs> I don't know. We he's in jail. <laughs> All I do know is that Harry Weinstein Steen Weinstein Weinstein he just got more charges of he got new charges abuse in Los Angeles. So Girl. I want to see Oprah. I want to see Tyler. I want to see somebody hop on his story. Mm-hmm. Okay, because y'all love to you know 
make, Bill Cosby, yeah, make, Mark Kelly. Not saying that monsters. any of these people weren't wrong, but I'm not saying they're not day. wrong either. But they don't choose to do these type of episodes on these white figures in public. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. Woody Al- Allen. Where's the big ass Woody Allen controversy? Mm-hmm. He like married his stepdaughter or some shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Elvis. Elvis married a 14 year old girl. He married, like, they were married when he died. Like, they, everybody knew she was 14. That's what I'm saying. The selective outrage is killing me. I can't. So, oh. we pick and choose as a society what we want to give praise to um, or overlook or whatever the case may be. Media, we pick and choose what, what that is. But Elvis was very much a high-powered figure, and we still praise his name in Nashville to this day. Wax figure, Elvis, 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 Memphis. And he was high key married to a fourteen year old, and he stole black people's music. And he stole black people's music and put it out as his own. Yes, okay. But y'all, but y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't want to hear that. (laughs) And and I did so. Actually, I had went to well, I went to Memphis to um, talk to one of um, Elvis's eldest maid she's one of the um <laughs> what the fuck what just happened let's not even get into the backstory of that but she was his eldest maid and she's living Hold on. what type of journalist damn news reporter what how did you get this was so long ago this was so long ago you was interviewing her or yeah it's just interview her just talking to her and she has a book out i can't remember the name of the book but they basically she had put some stuff in a book and um Elvis's people some of his people were still living and obviously she was amazed so she saw everything but the people who were living at the time that were closest to Elvis they basically were like no you can't put that in there so she's wanting to do I know at the time she wanted to do a second book because now all his people are pretty much dead who had you know some sort of say so as to like what she could release what she couldn't but um but yeah, there's obviously people, people, but people don't want, my point is people don't want to know the bad stuff. Some people don't want to hear the bad stuff about their rock stars, you know? And I think that's fucked up. Do you keep in touch with the maid girl? No, girl. That oh. Was <laughs> somebody else. I was like, can you get us the interview or not? Girl, no. That was, <laughs> that was so long ago. <laughs> we need Elvis's eldest maid. For real. Breaking. No, that was that was so long ago. But okay. my point was, it's just like you know, it's just crazy how people want to protect, like white people in particular. They just want to protect. <laughs> they want to protect the legacy. The legacy. <laughs> they don't want to taint it. You know, they're so careful. But you know, we're like, nah, that nigga sat up here and motherfucking waited outside for motherfucking you know da da da. And again, we're blasting out, you know, because listen, people are wrong, but you know, they don't care that we have thirty you know, different documentaries, movies about our figures, but, you know, when it comes to theirs, it's like they're God. It's fucked up. They don't care. They don't. That's why we need more Black people to make quality film and content and all that, which brings me to my next topic, Mr. Tyler Perry. Okay, so... (laughs) 
What are we talking about with Tyler Perry? What, what do you got going on? <laughs> well, Mr. Tyler Perry, he just made the headlines because he declared, you know, he let everyone know. He showed everyone the stack of scripts of all his productions. And he let everyone know that he writes every single word of every single sentence of every single script of every single show or movie. He don't yes. hire oh, no yes. writers. Today. He said he don't hire no writers ever. He needs to. Absolutely, he needs to. That's what that I was, was getting. That was not to. a <laughs> like Tyler. That was not a kudos to you for being able to do that. But I can tell that you're the only one writing. Um, and it that's all not makes a sense. Good it all makes thing. sense now. All of it makes sense. And I think that even with um, when he was developing the Opal, or not necessarily developing. I guess it was already finished. But op- the Opal. Hold on. What is oval, it called, girl? What's the Oval. The Oval. Okay. And Sisters, Sisters, which is like a bootleg girlfriends. I actually like the show though, so I'm not even gonna call it bootleg, but it is kind of like a bootleg girlfriends. Oh, wow. Um, okay. They were on the reel and they were like, yeah, we only had two weeks to film everything. Like Tyler, he is just such a genius. Like he just wanted to get everything done within two weeks. And I'm thinking like, it looks, that's not a compliment. Like that's not something to it be like, about oh, two weeks. <laughs> huh? I said it looks about two weeks. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, y'all, this is not, like, I. it looks like that. Like, I wish he did take more time and more thought per, thought into developing his content and putting on, like, or giving other people chances to write, to Girl. bring that diverse, you know, storyline together. Because, child, this is like, Girl. the Oval is trash girl and I it had to be said at first girl. I was like okay Mm-mm. this is like trying to be another scandal slick but not and oh, acting horrible. is horrible the writing is trash but shockingly black people because we have such little content out there <laughs> black people are actually watching this show my grandmother my aunt my mom they watch the oval they don't they I don't care it. that it's bad I, I have some it. other friends in LA they watch it just to laugh at it because it's that bad i feel um, you the have and the have nots listen i've people, never been able to watch that i can't watch it because of the acting is so bad like when the acting is super terrible i don't care i'm sorry it's i can't i just can't watch it it's but funny. like my sister and all my friends and people that i know that watch the have they're like you know what you're right the acting is trash but the storyline is the bomb i was like what okay well but i'm gonna yeah. shout out queen sugar queen sugar was a very and it had nothing to do with tyler perry but queen sugar was a very very beautifully written storyline um very great acting Isn't that you're either into TV? the show or you're not it was on own oh it's, it's canceled i don't know i don't know i haven't I seen it on. i don't think it's canceled my mom watched so- it Oh, you huh? said it in pa- you said it in past tense, so I thought. Oh, it was well, because cool. it's not on right now. Like I don't think they uh, have a new season out right now. But when it was on, or when I was watching it, it was a good just. It was a good show. Um, all yeah. black cast, black writers, you know that kind of thing. So yeah, my mom. Um, I know that. it can be done. I guess is what I'm saying. It, it can be done. But Tyler, you have this huge platform. You have this new studio. Give other people the chance to write some of your stuff like I've been saying that for so long about Tyler Perry and it's just like I'm glad he's like <laughs> letting us all know that he's not accepting any help because he literally has not evolved or changed in 15 years like he yes he's growing and who am I to say anything to Tyler Perry because he's hugely successful not saying he isn't but it's just like 
why would you try to run your, do you actually think your content, if you're writing, let's say 10 scripts at one time, do you think your content and your writing on those scripts are going to be up to par as right. if you were co-writing on those scripts right. and you had staff writers and you just came in and brought your, your scripts would be so much more powerful because you're able to be more creative. You're not, right you know, bogging your brain down, come, trying to come up with every single line, of course, you're going to be repetitive. Of course, your storylines are going to start to be repetitive because you're not taking any creative ideas from anyone else. That's going to be your downfall. You know, that's another person right there. Like you gonna stand in your own way because Tyler, you can do amazing things with the studio. And then on top of that, you're supplying black jobs. Like there's so many black writers that can't even get a job. So why not Tyler Perry, the master of black you know, production, have some black writers come in under you, teach your craft. You can't do this forever. You know right. what I'm saying? Be a Shonda right. Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes, she got her right. shit running. She got Scandal running. She got Grey's Anatomy running. She got um, How to Get Away with Murder running. She got all her shows set up. And then she comes in and she may write one episode every six episodes. She doesn't right. write every single episode of these series. Because Shonda no, Rhimes, because he wants to be he feels like he's so great, which is, he is great. You're, you're great at what you've done. That ego but a lot of times him. you get stagnant and you can't go any further than that. So you've got, yeah. you've taken, and I've noticed that with a lot of people who are self-made, um, even me being in HR and dealing with small businesses, like, you know, they'll hire a small team or they'll hire another business to come in and outsource their things. But a lot of times they don't want to take the direction because they feel like, you know what? I built my company. I know what I know what is supposed to happen. I know what works until it doesn't until you get that one sexual harassment claim. And you know, you might've handled some stuff back in the day, but all it takes is one complaint and you don't know what to do, but now you need HR. So I feel like self-made people can be really hard to, you know, bend and be pliable because they feel like, well, I've taken it. I've gotten all of us this far. I know what I'm doing to get to the next level. And it just, that's, it, pass the torch you've gotten yeah. you've gotten yourself and everybody else to this level okay now pass the baton yeah. so that more people can take what you've done and elevate it that ego man that ego can push you it'll take you rooms. out it could push you into great rooms because you feel that confidence in yourself but like you said it could take you out it's a it, take, it can take you out line. if it's misappropriated it could take you yeah. out it's a fine line with that ego but you know, nobody can take nothing away from him, but you know, I think he could do a lot better. So. Yes. All right. Power. Power is power. back. So did start back. There's only what four more episodes left. Girl. I just get it over <laughs> Was with. this even on your list to discuss? <laughs> you should um, be over it. It was. I was going to talk about power when I talked about snowfall, but um, it it was. It was disappointing, I would say. I, I think, I just think the storylines have become disappointing. And I don't know if they're just- The writing is lazy. The writing is lazy. It's becoming unrealistic. People are going like against their characters and we're not, I'm not quite understanding why. And it's just like, where are y'all coming up with this? And it makes me think back to, um, what's the girl's name? Courtney Kemp? Courtney Kemp. Yeah. Yes, Courtney yes. Kemp. She's like the writer or whatever, creator. She said there was like six alternate endings to to the series. So basically, b because she didn't want the ending to be leaked, 
she created, they filmed six different alternate endings or something like that. So that if it was to be leaked, nobody would know which one was actually legit. And I can kind of feel that because it's like, everything seems like imaginary. I don't know why. It just like the authenticity of it is the, is dead. It went away like a few seasons, like a few episodes back. Like it's getting to me, more and it more. went last season. To me, they really could have done without last. They could have wrapped everything up last season, in my opinion, this past season. I just they feel like just- the peak episode, the peak episode was when Tasha shot Keisha. And I feel like they lost the momentum. Yes. They lost the momentum. That was it. Everyone was in like, oh, shoot. Like, did she really just do that? And we were expecting, like, we really didn't get that reaction from Tommy. We really didn't see no repercussions for Tasha. Everything is just swept under the rug. And they just started with this random who shot ghost. Well, damn, I thought we was on who shot Keisha. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't we wrap that up too? Like, Tommy oh, yeah, pretty- I forgot what? about that. Damn, Whitney, I forgot about that. That's what are I'm we saying. Not gonna act, are we going to act like Keisha did not die and we still don't know who did it? Does that not even matter? Like, thank you. And it's, and it's really going to piss me off if they come back to that. Like, maybe in the next two episodes, they have a Tommy episode and they come back to him finding out who killed Keisha. It's like, well, damn, we haven't even heard Keisha's name for fucking four episodes. And it's just like, why are y'all dropping storylines and picking up random storylines? And it's just, it's disappointing because I invested, you know, a lot of time in that show. Years into power. Power has been legit the shit for several seasons until it hasn't been. Um, Until we started to see, okay, what the fuck is going on? And what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Power has been legit a great, yeah. another great show, great writing, great acting, great um, authenticity, you know, and I just feel really like, again, we've talked about this in previous episodes when it comes to the endings and how things wrap up with storylines. Um, like, I, and I hate to keep bringing up Game of Thrones, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know yeah. what it is about everybody's last season where yeah. we're all like, oh, this is the last, this is the last. And then we're like, what the fuck was that like you took two fucking years for that you took a whole year for that you made us wait two months for this shit like what is going on with the last with the wrap-ups there are very there are very few series that can like go out with the same yeah yeah i would say like um Breaking Bad, they yes. were good. Breaking Bad was yes. good. Season one to the last season, that shit was Breaking good. Bad was good as shit. I could watch Breaking Bad right now if they came back. That shit was so I good. need to watch, I need to rewatch um, it because that was just a good show. It was so good. And I'm going to say Snowfall is my next hope because Snowfall is so good where every Girl, season- I'm going to watch that tonight. Every season gets like exponentially better. better. Like so much better. Because the first season I was like, I like it, but there's too much shit I don't care about. But they had to give you that backstory. But now you got the backstory. They had to. You, you got the right. you got the backstory. Now they just take off with season two, take off with season three. I'm like, damn, this season is good. Ooh. But John Singleton, rest in peace. This is his show, and he passed away in the middle of damn, season two. Damn. So, I mean, season three. He passed away at the end of season three. So I don't know if season four is going to pick up with the same you know energy since John Singleton isn't here anymore. So. Kind of like Apple. That's so Steve sad. Jobs dying, and you know, you just can't take yeah. people's brainchild. You, you can't. know, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can give people the recipe, 
and it's not going to be the same. Like I, you know, they can be like, this is what I was thinking. This is exactly what needs to happen. And you just. Girl, what's, <laughs> the quote? what's the quote? You can get the, you, you can get the saucer. <laughs> oh, oh, um, oh, I know what you're talking about. You quote? can get the sauce. It's, it's like, I can, I can give you the, the recipe, recipe, but the sauce still, ain't but the sauce ain't going to taste the same or something <laughs> like that. I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. But that's true. Mm-hmm. It's it's a tr- it's true, you know. Um, yeah. pe- your gift is, and that's a that's a really good positive thing to um, wrap up on here. Is is like yeah. if you have a gift, no one can come and take that shit from you. What's meant for you, what's for you, is going to not only find you, but it's going to be effortless, effortlessly in you to succeed in that. Because people out here like to replicate, duplicate. You can't stop nobody from doing that. But if it's your brainchild and your mastermind behind it, do it. Do that shit. You understand? The the world needs to see it. And, you know, life's too short because you'd hate to, you know, I've seen, I've, I've thought about this so many times where I've thought about an idea and then a year later I see it and I'm like, nobody even knew about, like, I was going to do that shit. I was going to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how quick shit happens. And you got to just do it. You got to figure out That's already happened to me like three times this yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, I need to, you're like, I'm not going to tell nobody. This is what I'm going to do. Like, I just need to, I just need to wait yeah. until I get da 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 or whatever the case is. And then you see someone else doing it and you're like, huh. Yeah. Am I crazy? Like, I don't have enough. Yeah. I, it's, yeah, it's tough. Then it's easier said than done. But what I'm saying is, is that if you have a, if, if you, if your gift is your gift, God places, I feel like gifts within us and you know, they're special and uniquely for us. I know. So be confident in that and share it with the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wish I could just sell my ideas because I got so many damn ideas, but it's like, I can only, shit, I got like five side hustles and projects right now. It's like, I don't yeah. like, how yeah. can I get the bandwidth and the resources to add more? Resources. Yeah. Because I don't want to drop what I do got going on. Because what if that's the one that hits, you know, you got to right. juggle it all. Right. What if it's the one that hits? Like, oh fuck, get that back, get that back, <laughs> give it back. I was just playing. Get that shit. Back. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But go out there and at least try, y'all. We least tried. Try. You know, we started this podcast, a hobby. We're gonna try to push this thing so it could be, you know, bigger than a hobby. Maybe um, we'll be on the radios. The, <laughs> you know, YouTube is cool too. You know, YouTube is the new radio anyway. <laughs> so. Yes, YouTube is cool. Um, you know, the podcasts are the new radios, so we're cool with all of that stuff. But we're absolutely, because really celebrities, celebrities now are running to YouTube and running to podcasts. They are as their new channels. Like that's the they new are because they get paid and that check, which tells me that the, these channels are going to start cracking harder and harder and harder, making it um, more strenuous for. Um, you know, you know how it is when more people oh, start doing something, it's all harder, harder the restrictions, it, the, the, Based, uh, yeah. the guidelines are, you know, I thank God that I got, you know, my page is monetized um, yeah. before the change, because they didn't damn change the regulations, like already, yeah. like That's I think you had to have a thousand subscribers and now you have to have a thousand subscribers and you have to have like 4,000 watch hours. So even if you have a thousand subscribers, you have to have at least 4,000 watch hours on your video. So it's, 
tough now to get that YouTube check. I'm just and it's only going to get I'm in there, but and it's only going to get tighter. It's only going to get tighter with yeah. the more people that are drawing into these things. Yeah. So yeah. um just but stop but hey don't let that stop you because stop I you. never thought I would have got to you know the subscribers. I have a few YouTube channels because I've been obsessed. Everyone who knows me knows I've been obsessed with YouTube for about five yes. years. So I was yes. like, oh, I'm getting a YouTube chat. I'm getting a YouTube chat. If you just say that to yourself and you mm -hmm. be consistent and you just don't even look at the numbers, I guarantee yep. you it'll happen. Yep. You're right. It'll happen. Law, but that law of attraction is serious. Yes. And 2020 is the year of perfect vision, y'all. So yep. if you've been waiting for now I'm getting into my horoscope shit. So I was gonna say, do you want to just go ahead and plug your <laughs> channel? Because people, our viewers are going to be like, well, what is she talking about? The BCT? Yes, there is Black Coffee and Tea Podcast uh, channel. That is yes. our channel. But I also have a um, Pisces R Us, which is my horoscope channel, y'all. So even with just R, the letter R, yes. us. Pisces R Us, like toys R Us, okay? Yes. But um, <laughs> I was just talking about 2020 is literally the year where things are going to be like crystal clear because mm -hmm. that 2020 vision that's like not a coincidence vision. it's not a coincidence you see how much stuff has been revealed in the first week of 2020 it's probably shit that trump been lying on for months he probably been waiting to do this shit for months and boom it's revealed the first week of 2020 because everything that's been brewing or brimming at the surface y'all is about to be revealed in this year it just is I agree. so i agree Go towards your goals, go towards your dreams. Um, make sure you check out bcTpodcast.com. So we yes. launched a store. We are, yes. you know, testing out new products. So all the time. You, yeah. If you do like any of those products, make sure you go on there, you know, check us out. We will personally send you a discount code. Um, if anything, you know, we got you. Yep. Got you. Share with a friend, tag yeah. a friend, sharing is caring. Small DM us businesses. if you want if you see something super cute on BCT podcast. Okay. We really DM have 24 seven customer service. I mean, at this point, we're super, you know, we 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 will respond back to you because it is us running our page. It's us running yeah. our business. Um, mm -hmm. we are packaging these orders, you know, processing these orders. <laughs> we are Mia's just so serious, y'all. I can't talk about nothing with her because she just gets it to her. Yes, yes. Um, we are um doing these orders, processing them day and night. No, <laughs> you get your damn like CEO voice on. That's just so funny. <laughs> you know, there's like five of me and one, so it's like, bitch, which one are you gonna pick out today? Um. So yeah, I mean, it really is, we are the brain child behind everything. It's like us doing the work. So um, give us as much grace as you can, but we love y'all. We love the love that we continue to re receive and our followers, what are we? 12,000 right now? Like it's crazy. So. Yeah. so make sure you follow us on BCP podcast on Instagram. Like I said, you can DM us, um, send us your questions. We usually do, you know, listener questions, but we're kind of tight for time tonight yeah we're tight for no time questions. it's been a while we had a packed episode today so yes i do want to though shortly real quick shout out one of our followers um she dm'd me and she sent me some tea and i told her i would mention it on the episode so i okay. am i'm not gonna name no names but Ooh. um <laughs> she told me you know, she said she recently broke up with her boyfriend and you know basically i guess he did her dirty in some type of way shape or form 
but one of his people's, you know, sent this video to one of her friends and it's basically her man in some compromising, uh, situations. So remember we had an episode about your man trying on your underwear. I think we talked about that with Kendall when he came (laughs) on the show. Her man was in some underwear and doing some cross dressing shit and Bruce Jenner. Yeah. And they leaked that picture in the group chat and she, you know, wanted me to blast him and all this, but I'm not going to show the picture. I'm just going to mention it and just say, it's kind of hard for us to blast him girl without saying your name child, but we get it. We ain't going to put that much heat on you. But, um, yeah, mm. I just want to say thanks for reaching out, letting us know your tea. And if you want to, you know, send us your tea, we will mention it on our next episode, answer your questions. So just yes. send us an email, blackcoffeeandtea312 yes. at gmail.com. Or like I said, hit up our Instagram, bctpodcast.com. Yes. We love y'all. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. We, we will be back. Yeah. Until oh, next ooh. time. hold on. Wait, wait. I do want a tea bag. Donald Trump. I was gonna say our tea bag this week is gonna be the same. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no there's no bigger asshole for me right now than Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, nothing bigger going on in this world than yeah. Donald Trump. So, and I think there's what an eighty million dollar price tag on his head right now. I think so. And if anyone is staying at the Trump Towers or any of those properties associated with Trump, please be careful. Get the hell out. Get out. <laughs> please be careful. We don't know of anything that's gonna happen. We're just saying that. We're just going off what Shade Room posted. And Shade Room said, <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> All if something we know, happens, we know nothing. <laughs> All we know is Shade Room said, stay your ass out of Trump Towers. Because somebody told somebody that they was going to blow some shit up if Trump Tower, if you was in the <gasps> Trump Tower. So oh, shit. tell us, but one time, we wasn't in Trump Towers anyway, but. Right. We, we could have some Caucasian listeners who are in Trump Towers. So y'all. That's all I'm saying. Y'all better get out. Okay. All right. Okay. God we bless. want all our viewers to be safe in your family. Yes. So God bless. Yes. And then seriously, next time. God bless America, y'all. See, play, uh, say a prayer for the world, for everyone. Times everyone. are tough right now. Okay. Everyone. We all bleed red. <laughs> I can't. Okay. <laughs> I just had to say some shit. <laughs> I just had to say something. Oh. Until next time, y'all. Oh, it's all, yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I was going to stop it. That's me. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT podcast. Until next time.